Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. We got Andy. Hey, now. And Ian. Hey, what's up, guys? All right. This is episode 312. You don't have to help, but it helps. <laughs> All right. Let's catch up with everyone's week first. Who would like to go? Me. Yes. Do it, Kevin. I have to go. Well, it's either me or Ian because Ian missed last week, too. Mm. Yeah. Uh, go, so, ahead. go ahead, Kevin. So it's going to be me. Uh, I have done nothing in two weeks. Uh, last last weekend was pretty crappy in Florida, and this weekend was also pretty crappy, but for a different reason. Uh, during the two weeks, um, well, let's go back to last weekend, two weeks ago. We get, we get done recording Tuesday night. I've been hacking a lot and didn't think it was COVID because it was just like a real tight, dry cough without a fever, without anything else. So I'm thinking, all right, no big deal. I'll just ignore it like you should. And uh, went on to proceed to do my normal stuff, which was, you know, jog Thursday morning. And then I get up Saturday and I'm like, well, I really can't breathe that well. But if I try to breathe like I'm running, I can breathe fine. So, of course, I'm freaking Superman, and I got to go out jogging Saturday morning and do my workout. And I came back, dude, and it was like I had a pocket full of kryptonite, man. I was out cold for like three <laughs> hours. Yeah. So, I was wow. wiped out Saturday, right? So, I'm moping around like Sunday, not really feeling better, not sleeping too good because I'm I'm coughing a lot in the, in the middle of the night. You know, right. I'm coughing a lot when I lay down and stuff. So, I finally... I go, I go to work on, on Monday, and I knew something was seriously wrong when I went to get up to leave work, and I just was, like, wiped out, like, completely wiped. Like, I could barely get up to leave work. I was like, all right, I got to go to the doctor. Like, this is not funny anymore. So, like I said, still didn't think it was COVID because I didn't have a fever. It was just a cough, but it was a nagging cough. So that's why I made myself an appointment for Tuesday, and I went on Tuesday in the afternoon, and I go to the doctor, and she's like, I can't find anything wrong with you. Except, you know, maybe you have allergies. And I'm like, you know, I did have allergies once before up in Jersey, and it was pretty bad. And I'm like, yeah, that, that, that could be a possibility. And she's like, right now the trees are blooming down here like like crazy. And I was like, well, that's the kind of allergies I had yeah. in Jersey was, you know, oak trees. So I go back home, and I'm having dinner. My phone's upstairs. <laughs> I come back upstairs, and the doctor tried to call me like five times. And I call her back, and she's like, um, we looked at your x-rays and we need you to come back for more medication. We found pneumonia in your left lung. And I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, damn. <laughs> That's not good. Yeah, so I go back to doctor, get the medication, start on that. And it was just like, realistically, it was like three days of sleeping. That's why I missed the show last week. And uh, just sleeping all day, sleeping all night. It was just weird, man. And there was a couple of times where I woke up and I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm breathing. Like, I'm, it's not like I'm gasping for air, but like I could feel it. Like I'm trying to push this air in and out and stuff. And I'm like, man, I, God bless anybody that has like asthma or anything like that. You know, mm -hmm. it has to like, yeah. I, I don't know yeah, how you deal with that, almost. man. Yeah. That's, I mean, screw COVID pneumonia's got, you know, COVID's got nothing on pneumonia. 
Like, ammonia sucked. That was really bad. Like, and they were surprised that I kind of went back to work Monday, but or went back to work last Friday, and I was back to work, you know, this week. But I haven't been coughing that bad, and sleeping's been a lot better, thank God. And I knew, you know, you you know that. Like, I used to have a policy, like self-proclaimed little policy when I worked outside a lot, and when I did a lot of physical activity at work, and like the lumberyard when I was a kid, like. If I, I wouldn't call in sick unless I couldn't stand up. Like if I was at work and I was like having trouble, like then I was like, all right, it's time to go, go see a doctor. It's probably not the best policy. Yeah. I don't think that's a very good <laughs> yeah. policy actually, but, but, yeah, but that was no, like when you're getting terrible. older. I mean, I guess you did grow ethic. up in like the sixties. So it was probably a different time back then. Sixties. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How old do you think I am, man? I don't know. You look about 80. Yeah, I feel about eighty now. No, Thank I'm you. just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. 1860s. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I missed um, last week. Uh, sorry, everybody. I'm sure you heard, you know, my wonderful boss uh, call in and say how I was faking it for twenty five or only twenty five percent. Yeah, he was giving you, know, you a hard blah, time. Blah blah blah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we got another guy at work who's had COVID like five times since I've been there and has been out a lot. And every time he comes back, he talks about, you know, he stands in front of us all with his arms on his uh, fists on his, on his hips, like he's Superman. And he's like, you know, I guess my, my family just has better genes than everybody else because we were, we didn't have any problems. We, we got through it all. So today Shaw was doing that at the office kind of saying, well, you know, because I'm, I'm in better health than everybody. I guess it's just the genes. And I, and I kind of like said very loudly so the other guy could hear it. I was like, yeah, and you and him have probably been out the same amount of hours um, over the last six months. <laughs> you, you guys with the freaking jeans, you guys should go bowling. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm glad to be, uh, dude, I'm glad to be better. Like, I wasn't really scared, but when you can't breathe, that kind of sucks. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah. yeah that's, it does. That's scary. No fun. No. No, that definitely wasn't fun. And, and like, you know, it gets to a point where you're so run down because you're not sleep. I wasn't sleeping mm-hmm. at all. I went like a week probably without really getting any kind of like sleep. I can remember telling my daughter, hey, I just actually had a a, a dream. Uh, you know, I can like I, I haven't had a dream in like a, a week, a week and a half because I wasn't really sleeping that well. You know, when you get in that good sleep, when you can actually mm-hmm. get dreaming. So. Yeah, that's been my two weeks. I'm glad you're Nothing. feeling better. Glad you're back. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm I'm glad I'm feeling better too, and hopefully I'll get some flying in this weekend coming up. But uh, that's another story. So who's next? Nice. How about you, uh, Ian? Yeah, I'll go ahead and go next. Um, I did do some flying uh, during you know the couple weeks. Um, the Saturday after my last record, uh, went flying at a local field. Um, it, it was pretty chilly. Um, Google said it was like supposed to be like 10 mile an hour winds and like that particular field, since it's kind of at the top of a hill, it's a bit more than 10 miles an hour. And mm-hmm. it, it was just, I did a couple flights and I just felt it was like too miserable to even fly. It's like, eh. and I, I think I ended up going home by like noon, one o'clock because I had to, I had to work an evening shift that day. And then um of course i was on discord i think i was late for that one too um then uh yeah i just worked all the way through tuesday 
And of course, you know, we ended up delaying the show. So it's like I had already accepted a evening shift on Wednesday. So that's why I couldn't make the show because there was a snowstorm coming in, which I thought that was. It, it just seems like anymore, like when I watch the weather over here, it just seems like they, you know, as soon as they get like an inkling of snow on the forecast, they over exaggerate it because they were talking like, you know, six to 12 inches. And then it went up to six to 14 inches in areas. And then what we really got like four or five inches at best. So well, it's just of like, course, dude, they, they work over ratings. Right. And yeah, I, I, signed up for a double because i figured you know hey the facility could use my help i like working there so sure. it's like uh, why the hell not so i packed the dog along the kids stayed over at my mom's for a couple of days and uh yeah i just been working like crazy um i was on discord uh this past week um i don't think i was up too too late you know just it's always great to, to bs with the guys on friday um and then I worked all weekend. So, I mean, really, the only couple flights I did, that was probably the most exciting bit that I got done in a couple weeks. Oh, and I got my Jeep back, finally. I got it back just before the snowstorm. Um, it's looking good. They uh, repaired the, you know, from the rear end impact. Uh, they had to replace the, the rear suspension cradle. And, of course, the one that they could find that would actually fit my particular model uh, has a uh, tow package on it. So it's an upgrade. So I got it back. It's driving great. I did take advantage of the rental car, though. That was uh, it was great to save on a little bit of gas, but still, it's still too small for my taste. <laughs> that thing was tiny. Did you beat the balls off it? Oh, shit. Every vehicle that I've had it's always been loud to some degree. That car was quiet and it's like a lot of times, you know, I can tell how fast I'm going just by how loud my vehicle is. And there was quite a few times I was looking down, I'm doing like 85 on the interstate. It's just like, it's like shit. Thank God highway patrol wasn't watching me. Wow, dude, I guess beat the balls off. It is different terminology now with you. Millennials. Mm -hmm. Oh no. <laughs> I'd rather have a stick shift. Uh, yeah, this millennial can drive a stick shift. Yeah. So, I remember the last one in the car. Well, the last one in the car I messed with. It was snowing, and uh, I had some fun with this little Hyundai Accent drifting around parking lots. Of <laughs> <laughs> nice. To the point where um, I think the suspension shifted a little, but it kind of drove funny after after that. <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> Ever. <laughs> so well, take it back up there and like, oh, there's something wrong with it. You know, Ian, you said something about having uh, an upgrade. I just wanted to add, though, dude, uh, you know, usually the tow package includes that plus, uh, I think, a transmission upgrade. So, I don't know. I'd be a little, still be careful with, you know, yeah. towing and stuff. You could probably handle it, but just be aware that I'm pretty yeah. sure that tow packages include that, you know. Yeah, like a transmission cooler or something, right? Yeah, uh, it does have a transmission cooler, I believe. Uh, okay. uh, there, there is a small radiator unit that's like right in front of the radiator, so I think that might be the tranny cooler right there. But it's still an older Jeep, and yeah, I'm not pulling any type of campers or anything like that. Oh. I mean, okay, yeah, you haul away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool man. Yep. 
So that's my exciting two weeks. Um, who's next? You want to go or shall I? Uh, I can go real quick. Then you can finish this up. Okay. I flew a little bit. Not as much as I have been. I think um, maybe flew twice. Maybe four times. Honestly, I can't remember. But I did start building the XL Power Spectre V2. All right. I haven't gotten very far on it, wow. but I did start. Nice. Yeah. You want to know when awesome, it'll be dude. ready? Soon, very soon. That helicopter will be done when it's done. <laughs> done when it's done. Right. No, it'll be done before chill out because that's the reason I decided to go ahead and build it. Chill out's just around the corner. I was like, mm -hmm. ah, I should probably build this thing so I have something extra to fly. Nice. So I'll probably, we had a couple listeners ask to do like a comparison. So I think I'll do maybe, I don't know if it'll be a full episode, but I'll talk about a, everything that I can tell that's kind of, a comparison to the the v1 but the biggest thing i noticed first off is the manual the manual is probably 207 times better than the previous one they have really really improved the manual on these things 207 times yeah 207 percent better nice or 107 percent. i don't know it's considerably better okay which they had updated the, the V1 manual a couple times and improved it since I had built mine. But the the first one I built, oh gosh, I don't even know when that was, 2018, 19, somewhere around in there. It was, I mean, it was okay, but the way they did the graphics and stuff made it very difficult to see like where the screws go through the frame and stuff. It wasn't... Mm -hmm. It wasn't very good detail. I remember kind of, us talking about yeah, that. Yeah, it was like an old Align or Gowie. It actually probably wasn't that good. But they, they've they improved it, and this latest version that I was looking at um, yesterday when I started is much, much better. It actually reminds me of the MSH Protos manuals from back in the day. All the parts are a different color, and it's very clear and easy to tell what goes where. I wonder so, if um, they pulled that from probably when they MSH, right? Like yeah. they saw their manual. Probably because oh, the, the manual looks very, very similar. Cool. So it's much, much better. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of all I have to report on it so far. But I'll try to kind of notice differences as I go. Um, yeah, cool. other than that, that's kind of all. All I've done, I did no simming this week and very little flying, but I did start building. So nice step in the right direction, I suppose. Still playing PlayStation five. So nice. That's awesome. Eating, up a, that lot of my, eating up a lot of my time. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, uh, Steve, looks like you've been busy this week. What you been up to? It just looks like it because I just write it all out so I can just read it off the list. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't have to think. No, but um, I did sim. I did sim again in Discord. Um, I think this is two weeks in a row. Is it, Ian? Yeah, I think so. Nice. Oh, God. That hasn't Damn, happened in dude. a minute. Ugh. Yeah. 
You're gonna get punched in a minute <laughs> through the internet. But you know, yeah. but uh, yeah, I simmed. Um, uh, you know, I don't know. It's not much to say about that. It's, it's How long were you in there? For, were you in there for like an hour or two? Or I simmed the whole time I was on Discord, probably for I don't know, maybe an hour. I don't know. Nice. That's feel too. Yeah, it didn't feel too long, but it didn't feel like it was too short either. You know, yeah. like it felt like it was a decent amount of time. So I, I think it was about an hour, maybe an hour and a half, or something. I don't know. We're talking Monty and what other folks there. I don't remember. Remember who was there? Uh, Monty, uh, Mike DiPaolo. I don't think Shaggy was there. Uh, um, uh, it was kind of a blur. My my yeah. whole two weeks is a blur, pretty much. Yeah, no worries. Um, but yeah, so I did do some of that. Let's see, what else did I do? I flew. Um, this past Saturday, I drove down to RCHO and I met up with a couple of folks there. Um, I've been planning a, a kind of like meet up with Jimmy and Lincoln for a while. I've been trying to get get something sorted. So, you know, this weekend I kind of I think I called this weekend out like a couple weeks ago. I was like, all right, let's do this and. The weather was shit. It wasn't great. It was like 40 degrees and, you know, it was pretty breezy at times. Oh, wow. But it was fun, though. So, yeah, so Jimmy was there. Lincoln showed up. Jay, um, Shredway, of course, Rodney. And uh, Jimmy also brought Austin. And I, th- I think I met him before. I don't remember. Um, I, me- I, I, I guess I had to have met him. Or I met him on Facebook because I was friends with him. So, anyways, um... Yeah, it was a lot of flying. I flew the shit out of Nitro. Gosh, I'm really digging that helicopter, man. Can't say it enough. Um, I did did a flight on the 580 that the 8S set up, but I didn't really feel like charging. (laughs) When I have a perfectly (laughs) good Nitro standing there, you know, just fuel and go, I I, I didn't feel like charging. So, Um, But I did help Jimmy with a couple things on his helicopter. Um, He had uh, a YGE and... Well, he has a Spectre with a YGE. Um, I think it's an Eagle Drift or no, X Nova motor, and and but he needed help with the YG and Neil setup, so so I was kind of helping with that, and I can talk about it, I guess, in the main topic here. Nice. Um, but beyond that, let's see. Did I buy anything? No, but I was really close to pulling the trigger on the stupid flying camera. I'm still Why looking you at a flying camera. I don't know. Ugh. I just want to get one. I don't it's know. like a regular camera, but it flies. Yeah, I just want to play with something here. I don't know. That flies and has a <laughs> camera on it. <laughs> so I might get this. I'm still just looking at it in the cart, and you know. But um, let's see. I am every I time you wrenching. Every time you look at that, say I'll do it tomorrow. And then oh. in like a week, you'll lose interest, and you won't have wasted your That's money. That's what I'm trying to do. And what I'm actually trying to do is I'm trying to find one on, like, Facebook Marketplace local that can, like, buy some, like, Mavic 2 for, like, mm-hmm. 300 bucks. Yeah. And that'll get my, like, you know. Scratch this, the itch. Like, crave out. Right, yeah. Scratch the itch. And then I'll be like, oh, this is, this is stupid. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> because right now, if I don't, I'm going to spend 1900 bucks. Right. So, like, and then you're really going to sell it for 500 bucks. Like yeah, or let it sit there months. like my yeah. my DJ Spark, which is sitting, you know, dead batteries back there. And the batteries are so damn expensive, I don't want to buy it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'd rather just buy a new one. 
Anyways, <laughs> I did do some wrenching. Um, and um, basically been working on the Raw. Uh, Mark Mark Federoff uh, posted a, he like redid his Raw and he had an orange setup. And I was like, ah. Oh. He did the orange setup with like a carbon boom and everything. And I was like, oh, that looks good, man. And I am getting a little tired of the red. Um, especially more recently, the skies have been like, the weather has been great, yeah. so the sky has been very Red's gray. The worst. And red just like bleeds into the sky, and I just can't see it's it. Terrible. It's just like it's a the worst color for fun. You know, so so I'm gonna go back to my orange. Um, I do have an orange canopy, right? So like I had an orange canopy before. I'll probably just put the same one on. I do have a new one. Um, this one's a little bit faded, but I don't care. I'll put it on there. Um, I'm gonna put some new orange stickers on the side, and I'm gonna do something different with the boom. And I was kind of working on it a little bit before the show started, but uh, um, I'm going with a white boom with orange letters. Oh, that'll be good. That'll be nice. That's cool. Nice. Yeah, and I'm going to put the orange tail fin on right now. It still has the red on there, but um, yeah, so that's the... So it'll be like orange front with the white boom and orange letters. I think it'll kind of... Yeah, that'll look good. It'll look good and won't look like, you know... All orange, right, or all mm-hmm. one color. So no, I think that'll be contrast. really good. That's how that uh, one, that purple one, that had the the white boom on it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yep, at Queen City, yeah, yep, yep. that the, really uh, stood out. The Louis yeah. Vuitton one, yeah. I've never flown anything with a white boom, but I imagine it's fantastic because it's like white skids. You wouldn't think it makes much a difference, but if you fly black skids and then put white skids on. Yeah, it makes a big I mean, difference. And then think about seeing this like stick mm-hmm. pure wedding, right? So like yeah. I think that might help. So we'll we'll see how it looks in the air. Oh, that'd um, be cool. But I'll have that ready this this weekend for sure. <sighs> yes, I can't wait for this weekend. But let's get to the main topic here: helping people. Right? Mm-hmm. You don't have to help, but, but it, it helps. helps. <laughs> okay. So what are we talking about? Helping people. Helping people yes. in the hobby with their whatever. Setups, yeah. builds, Setup. flying yeah. tips, mm-hmm. maneuver, like helping someone figure out a maneuver. Yeah. Just helping people in yeah. the hobby. So, How do you do that? Yeah, it looks like we broke it down a couple of um, talking points here. So, like, how do you offer help, huh? How do you guys offer help? I normally Oops. just find somebody doing something wrong and be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, dummy. <laughs> you're doing that completely wrong. <laughs> and that usually, you know, is well received. And then they punch sure. me in the face. And then I go like, well, fuck you. Do it wrong then. Yeah. That's my method. I mean, maybe you guys have a different method. Well, I wanted to say something about being able to help or have the confidence enough to help people is I, I know Steve dives right in and helps a lot of people. I've been around it, you know, tons of people I've seen Steve help where I don't know if I have enough, you know, knowledge behind me to, to help out with some stuff. So I don't like jump right in, but, um, Steve doesn't let that stop him. He'll help people <laughs> yeah. whether he knows what he's doing or not. But I, I have found that. And the best way for me to help is to not really, is to be basically learn a lot of stuff through experience. And, you know, if you teach people, you actually learn through teaching. And so it, lately, I'd say within the last year, I've definitely had enough knowledge behind me that I think I can actually help somebody, whether it's planes or helicopters, you know, 
Uh, I've had quite a few questions since going to this new club now, just b- basically on helicopters alone. Like, how do they work? What's this for? What's how does yeah. that work? Mm-hmm. You know, is this tough to set up or you know, how, how basically? So basically, you're describing how things work, and you know, when stuff fails, like, why did that happen? And you know, with my one epic like landing that I had, why was that so epic? You know, because mm-hmm. I really didn't have a tail. You know, tail rotor. You tell but that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. You just said, because I'm, I'm that damn good. No. It goes 400 feet. Um, <laughs> it goes 100 miles an hour. But no, like, that that was always the thing for me. Like, when I, when I started out, like, I didn't want to give the wrong advice, and I figured giving the wrong advice is worse than... Uh, yeah, it is. Like, not helping yeah. at all, you it's know? It's way worse, in my opinion. Yeah. Yes, yes. And that's something you need to know is like when, when, like your advice can be good or bad, right? So you have to be careful when to right. kind of like give it, right? Yeah, so. very careful. And I, right. I, and, and Steve's from the troubleshooting, the one on one troubleshooting background. He's had a lot more experience in that than I have. You know, like I've had basically just, I'm trying to figure out why this doesn't work on my own and then explain, you know, I'm not trying to actually help somebody. Like I didn't know Steve's. Steve's history with his with his employment has been uh, a lot of that one on one. A lot of frontline support, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, he's got that down, you know, as far as that goes, and that all comes into play. Yep. Yeah, as far as offering help, <clears throat> my opinion, you kind of need to be careful with that because some people aren't necessarily looking for help. So mm-hmm. I approach it as just ignore everything I just said. That was a joke. Actually, I approach it as like. Hey, I'm familiar with that. If you have any questions, you know, I'll be over here or whatever. Not like, hey, you should do this or you should do that. Just if you need help, I'm available. If you got questions and just kind of leave it at that. It's sort of the way I seem, I think is a uh, good way to do it. Yeah. And I don't think you should be uh, like, even if it's a really stupid thing that they did, like, don't, don't be condescending in any way. And, like, I mean, I saw, I went out to Genus a couple weeks ago and flew with her and, you know, and Jeff and a couple other guys and they, a couple of the other guys were, were good helicopter pilots. And the one guy set up the other guy's hel- helicopter and they both walked out to go flying with it. And when they spooled it up, it was like, like a, a link was completely missing, you know, it yeah. made that horrific sound. Well, they had one of the blades on upside down. Mm-hmm. And I was Ooh. like, you know, they, they started laughing and then one guy was yelling at the other guy, well, you put it on, dummy, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, listen, dude, we've all done that. You know, I've like, done that when I first I started. I did that I on flew a three-bladed it. helicopter. It's like, it doesn't sound <laughs> right. I remember that, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, remember that, Steve? remember you put it on the KC-570. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, wait, how'd you put one backwards? Can't two, you see? Like, <laughs> two of them are on, right? And yeah, one was on, on the wrong And like, way. the design's different. So I'm like, you don't notice the... Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's really pitchy. You just get going and yeah, you, know, you just start talking and yeah, you bolt yeah. it down. You don't even think about it. Yeah, but yeah. in that respect, like you don't, you know, they'll be like, "Hey, stupid! You put right. the blade on backwards." You know, they'll just be like, "Hey, yeah. we've all done that." Like, you know, yeah. Don't make or a guy if you, feel if you, worse than he already if is. If you see someone doing something like that, you'd be like, "Ooh, I had a problem with this or that." Um, you might want to check this or that. You know, you kind of be, yeah. Put it back on yourself as ooh, I, I screwed this up. You might want to look at that. Oh man, you guys so you like don't make the same mistake out there. 
<laughs> I usually like, I don't know. Um, I'm always offering to help, right? I'm always open for people to ask me to help. Um, but like, and I make known of that, like, I don't know. I think that's part of the reason why I like to be sponsored because I want people to know that they can come in and ask for help. But um, I'm kind of a dick when it comes to to this, I guess. Yes, as you far are. as like, like pointing out the oh, offering thought, to help. I thought you were done talking. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Well, just a little bit more. But yes, that part. part yeah. Um, is that like, I'll usually I'll offer help when I see something wrong with someone's helicopter. Like, I'll walk and I'll, I'll, you know, check out some stuff and just hang out and whatever. And if I see something wrong, I'll be like, yo, dude, you should check this out. And, you know, like, point it out to them so, like, they don't make a mistake and kind of learn from it. But they don't have to ask for it. It's just kind of me, like, pointing it out and, like, hey, you need a little bit of help here because that's not right. Um, or if a ball link is, like, falling off or something, you know, like, dude, you know, you got to put some Loctite back on that thing. So I just pointed out. I don't know. It's probably like I said. I'm kind of a dick when it comes to that. But I'd rather just like show them and like you know just talk to them. And just like hey, that's something you should look at and ignore it. <laughs> I don't know, Steve. I don't know. I've been around you when you when you've been in that mode, and I don't. I yeah. don't. Wouldn't call you a dick for. I mean, I've never seen you be a dick to anybody. No, I mean, I'm yeah. I don't know. Some people might think of it like that, especially if you're pointing something out. You know, like. That might yeah. be wrong. Um, you know, I've had that experience where, you know, trying to help someone out. This is early in the days. You know, Kevin, and our listeners will know because we spoke about this on the show before. Yeah. But, you know, it's like try to help someone and then they kind of like get this attitude when like they didn't like take your um, advice, I guess, or your assistance. And then, you know, the helicopter basically just pulls up and eats itself. And it's like, well, you know, I was trying to help you with that. Right. Now, and that know, falls I, under how to receive help. Yeah. So, but yeah, why don't we talk about that? How to receive help, huh? Because I've been there. I've gotten help. Sure. Yeah. I've gotten yeah, help many times. <laughs> it's it, going back to what you're saying, Steve, about that particular guy. I know who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. It, you know, you gotta. It's it's a little tough because, you know, you you spend all this time. You think you got everything right, and then, you know, somebody walks up and says something about. You know, you gotta really. It's it's a little difficult, maybe for others more difficult. You know, uh, than some to just take a take a back step and look at it and say, yeah, this guy's right. Yeah, this guy just saved me. You know, whether it be the, the prop on backwards or a blade on backwards or. You know, compensating in the wrong direction, that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, it doesn't hurt to double check anyway. If somebody yeah. sees something because a fresh right. pair of eyes might see something that you overlook. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. Absolutely. You know, and you know, I mean, like different people. There's different folks in the hobby, right? Like, you know, there's I, let's say like you know, there's eccentric folks in the hobby, and I'm I'm probably one of them in, in certain ways, right? And I like when I look at a helicopter, I can spot things, right? I don't know. My eye just gets drawn to certain different things on the helicopter, and I can spot things. And if I see something wrong, you know, I don't know. I want to help them. You know, like I don't know. I just want to make sure that like that shit don't blow up in front of me or in front of them and hurt someone, or you know, or it just cost a lot of money to fix. <laughs> that shit sucks. Yeah. Right. I think receiving is um 
it's a lot easier as long as you're open to it, right? Like, right, exactly. You know, I, I, I don't know, Kevin. You and I have been in this, and Andy, you, you, us three both kind of started around relatively the same time. Um, you know, so we haven't been in this like as long as other folks have been in it. But we've, we've, you know, we've been, we've put our time in, I guess, right? We're not like folks that just kind of came in and dropped out of the hobby, you know, so mm-hmm. they're not like very experienced, but, you know, we haven't been in it for like 30 years or 20, 30 years like other folks have been. But right. I think, you know, we do have a decent baseline of like knowledge that we can help people and, and people can, you know, obviously, you know, still get help, not just from us, but we can still get help from other people, right, that are definitely, you know. Mm-hmm. More knowledgeable. Um, I yeah, and I was I was going to add, dude, that certain regions of the country, you know, help might come a little different. You know, like if you're from up north and you come down to a south, southern fun fly or a west coast fun fly, you know, mm-hmm. the way that that person approaches you might not seem like he's helping at first. You could get too, punched you know? in the face. Just saying. Uh-huh. Yeah, like somebody might say, "Hey, boy, better check that." blah 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 or whatever you know and you're from up north and you're like what do you mean hey boy you know, I don't think I've thing. ever had anyone talk to me like that hey boy that's just in Kevin's head uh, nobody yeah. talks like that but um, that's, that's an extreme but yeah I mean <laughs> yeah 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 I know you but you know what I mean like you, you come down to a, a southern fun fly and you know you might mistake his initial contact with you as you know being a dick but he's not just by the, just because you're out of the, out of the area, you know. It's a little tough. That's what I'm saying. It's a little tough to receive the help because you got it all set up. You're real proud of it, and then you know somebody finds something wrong with it, and you're like, oh shit, you know. Yeah. I yeah. think what we need to understand is like receiving help is like you need to. We don't all know everything. I know I don't know everything. You know. Right. So. There's always going to be something that I don't look at or think about that someone might. And that's the thing, right? It's that other perspective, that other set of eyes on, on your model or whatever, or your settings, yeah. you know, don't, that can help you. Don't be too proud to double check your stuff if you need to. Yeah. yeah. And for the most part, I don't think it's an issue in the hobby. I mean, I think a lot of people, Even I think a lot of people want to talk about it and they, you mm-hmm. know, they kind of respect you if you had pointed out something or brought something up, you know? Um, cool. Ian, you said you've received a lot of help, right? Yeah. Um, as far as like when it comes to like, uh, you know, fly bar lists and stuff, I mean, come on, I'm not very tech savvy, but part of the reason why I moved to the V control, it's just, everything's just a little bit more simple. Like when it came to, you know, being on spectrum and using like a Spartan receipt, you know, the fly bar list. I mean, dealing with my first fly bar list of that caliber, I needed a lot of help. So it's like here and there, I'll get some help on different things regarding like the fly bar list. I don't know everything on it. I, my mentality, I've just always set it and forget it kind of thing. So here and there, I might need a little bit of help. I know I, I reached out to a couple friends uh, when it came to setting up like the, the Scorpion ESC which I figured out what I did wrong, what was going on. So that's like just being able to do it and experience it. Um, 
and figure out the problem yourself, I think is like the best solution on as far as just memorizing what you did. And, and it pays to have uh, friends that do know, uh, right. Yeah. Bounce different stuff off like that, you know, often if you ever, you know, find yourself uh, where you don't know what to do as far as technical help. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's see here. Helping those folks, um, helping those that won't help themselves. Yeah. You guys ever run into that? Because mm-hmm. it's happened to me multiple times. Somebody I asks for help. have. And you can tell they've put absolutely zero effort into figuring out anything on their own. They're just like, here it is. Tell me how to work it. Don't look at the manual. Don't look yeah. online. Don't do anything. I, I find that, I don't know, very irksome. It's like, at least put a little bit of effort in. All of us will help you, but we're not going to, we can't do it all for you. You got to at least right. put yeah. some effort into it. Maybe that's just me, but I, I've, I've run into this more than once. No, I've heard I mean, actually, you're not uh, gonna. Uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead man. I, I was gonna say, uh, you're not gonna learn if you don't try. You know, when it comes to a lot of that stuff. That's true. Well, yeah. And you won't learn if you don't take the advice and actually think about what you're doing either. Exactly. Yeah. I, I was gonna say that uh, I've actually lost a friend over this type of setup well, it had nothing to do with the hobby but it was basically like um you know uh i'd show up to help him out with something and he'd always tell me hey when you start doing this let me know let me know i'll come over and help you out to pay back and you know that's when the excuses would come like it was when i was working on my house I had a neighbor that you know always kind of helped him out and he always told me hey when you start working on your house and he was a carpenter let me know i'll come down Hey man, I'm working on my house. Hey man, I'm working on my house. Hey, see this load of lumber? I'm working on my house. Never came down, you know, to help me at all. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I'm done with this guy, man. Right. Yeah, that's kind of similar, I guess. But uh, it, it just gets tedious answering the same question from someone over and over if they won't read the read the instructions or read the manual, go online, read, just read, read something, put some effort into it. Yeah. At the very least, if it's something like, you know, maybe more, not complex, but like, say you're not computer savvy at all, right? Maybe, you know, a little bit of an older generation, let's say. And even with V-Control, it still can be, you know, maybe a daunting task. So they, they they would ask someone to help them, you know. Um, but write shit down then, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Old school, it pen and paper, it you know. Right. Write it down the steps that you need to do, so that way next time you need to step a model, you know, like oh, I'll just refer to my notes. Yeah, these are the steps we took. Let's do it again, and mm-hmm. and then, you know, then that way at least you can do it on your own. Or, and, or you do it with someone, and do it like do it yourself with someone guiding yeah, you. Yeah, you drive. Mm-hmm which kind of brings us to the next topic. Um, 
I don't know exactly how to put this, but I've had people like ask for help. Like, can you help me get this model in the air? And they bring it and it's like half put together. The servos are just bolted up. There's no wiring run anywhere. And they just expect you to just do it for them. It's like, no, dude, you gotta, you know, you do the stuff whether it's programming or, or whatever, you can't just sit and do everything for somebody because they don't learn anything. And then the next time there's like, Oh, we yeah. set this up for me. So like, I could, but why don't you learn to do it yourself? Right. That's the old teach a man to fish. Yeah, saying, exactly. Right? I don't know. Maybe I'm just the asshole in this situation. <laughs> Cause I, well, you are the professional. Uh, a professional asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds right. No, but you have a point, Andy. I mean, as much as I don't mind saying, Hey, you got to press this button or you got to do this. Or, you got to make sure this is hooked up. You know, it gets to a point when you're like, dude, you got to learn this on your own. And that's when yeah. you really kind of have to turn into somebody that's a little bit. Yeah. Less kind and more on the asshole side and be like, Hey, joke around with him. I'd be like, dude, are you ever going to learn this on your own? You know, yeah, right. tough love. Right. Yeah. Sink or swim. Yeah. That just goes um, back to put in some effort. I mean, yeah. there's right. plenty of people in the hobby that will help you with anything you need. But don't be an abuser of that same thing. It's 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 funny because, yeah, like, yeah. There, there are people that do see it. Like, you know, they'll go to they'll go to an event and they'll ask someone for help and they'll just hand them a transmitter. Like, yeah, yeah, just hand them that. everything. And then sometimes they'll even walk away. It's like, oh. like what the hell? Have yeah. you seen that happen? That's happened. No, I haven't because I would just, if I was that person, I would just walk away with it. Yeah, I'd just set it down away. and walk away the other way. Because, I mean, <laughs> what the walk hell? Away yeah. I guess he's done. I'm done. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. Uh, the heck, man? But I have <laughs> seen that happen. Yeah. Oh boy! Yeah, that takes balls to do that, though. That's that's pretty ballsy. Yeah. And I guess we should. It's there's maybe a a difference when getting help. Whether you if you don't know someone and you're you're asking a a team pilot or a pro pilot or something for help, or if you're just with one of your buddies that you or hang out with all the time and you're helping one another, that's a different dynamic as well. And I've had that. I've had, you know, obviously, like, I've helped Kevin and, and you guys and, you know, and you guys all helped me as well. And, like, but, you know, like, I've had, I've been at an event, you know, like, I've rebuilt this guy's helicopter at an event and his whole damn freaking crack in 700, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, it is what it is. Like, he was very appreciative and, you know, it's not, it wasn't a big deal. Like, for me, like, it was really badly built and I felt that it was, like, it's an endangerment to let this helicopter go without putting Loctite on every single damn bolt on that helicopter because they had none on every single damn bolt. I'm talking about spindle bolts were just spinning loose by hand. So how scary is that, that there's a helicopter out there that someone might fly like that? So I almost took it as like a personal responsibility of safety patrol, like to like, okay, let's build this helicopter from ground up and make sure it's done right. So it doesn't, you know, (laughs) Potentially uh, hurt someone, so yeah. You didn't just take his spindle bolts and put them in your pocket and say, "Now, when you fix this right, you can have these back." 
<laughs> no, is that, is that a tactic that works? Yeah, that works. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, this uh, is unsafe. Once it's safe, you can have your bolt back. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm going to just take the, the grips with right you, put them in your pocket. <laughs> so you can't, yeah. can't hurt anybody without grips. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. But, uh, all right. So. If you're looking for help, where do you start looking for help? Because I think that's one of the things, especially when you're mm-hmm. starting out or, you know, maybe you're like, you know, still new, but you're starting to familiarize with like the different, you know, venues of data streams, I guess you can call yeah. them, right? Like well, for, first off, if you're super lucky, you might be in a club or join a club mm. that has help, yes. local, like yes. helpful help. Yes. Sometimes people help and it's not helpful, but helpful help if you're lucky. But for the rest of us that aren't lucky, we have to look online, I feel. Yes. Yeah, and you have a good point about helpful help. And if you're on the receiving end of the help, and I don't know, it's kind of hard to, for me to say it, like, and you don't think it's good help, I guess, or, you know. I mean, how do you know, though? That's the thing. Right. It's hard to tell if you're, depending on what stage of, you know, you are in the hobby. You can take, you know, everything that person's saying and then, you know, uh, kind of then go maybe to the forums and, and right. double check I, stuff too, you know? My big thing is is research. Like read, yeah. read, read, go to the forums, go to Google, Facebook, all the things, and yeah. read and try to do as much research as you can on the topic. And that way if somebody's helping you and they're they're going in a direction that's completely opposite everything you've researched then maybe right. you want to get a second opinion right maybe i know the manuals of the helicopters are, are very good on setup and and help true if it's a if yeah if it's some sort of a build type question problem the manuals are are pretty good nowadays and any kind of question you have with that would be very easily answered by most people that's already built that model. Um, setup stuff can be quite a bit more complicated. Obviously, if it's a, a goblin, you've got a Neo on it, and you're using V-Control, that's very simple. Anyone can help you. But if you're getting into some, a different type of model with a different fly barless and a different radio, then there's a lot of variables there that can get very, very complicated and right. can get harder to find help if you run into a problem yeah but so, forums is there any forums mm-hmm. left heli freaks still Heli-Freak, around sort of the only one sort of yeah. yeah um of course there's the facebook groups which i think are good for socializing but or asking a question and getting a quick answer but there's not a really good archive of information. So no. Yeah, it's good for like a real time kind of like I'm gonna troubleshooting ask a couple questions like, and hey yeah. this is happening, any ideas. Right. It's good for stuff like that. All right. Has anyone else experienced this type of deal? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but historically like it's hard to pull up anything that like mm-hmm. you know, to see if anyone else has been having the same issue, right? So that's kind of where the forums would we're, be a little bit yeah, better. Yeah, where Freak's better. Like if, for instance, you're, uh, 
I don't know, I'm trying to think of an example that's a little more off the beaten path. So you're using a a cert, uh, hmm, an ESC that doesn't talk native, natively to your fly barless controller and you need to go through a, a J-log or something like that, like how, how to hook the wiring up, that'll be on HeliFreak. It, it might be hard to get an answer on Facebook. But you might have to dig. You might have to put some effort into it. Um, there's always good old Google, right? You can just Google it. Google your mm -hmm. question right in that bar and see what happens. Yeah. Um, Google definitely can help you out. Probably. Something's yes, yeah, something not. You know, it's, it's hit or miss for me for sure. Yeah. Another, another thing when it's pertaining to a, a certain component, you can also look up, there's possibly a video on YouTube about it. You know, whether it's setting up or... Maybe there's like a you know some type of issue with it, um, you know, being paired yeah. with a, another component. So that's something that you can also you know use YouTube for. Yeah, yeah maybe oh, somebody yeah. has like a DIY fix for whatever issue you're having or whatever it is. Yeah. Shit, yeah. I still go back to Chris Roberts' YouTube's uh, on Neo setup and stuff because I mean I don't get a Neo like once a week or anything like that. It's probably once a year, and I'm like, all right now. What do I got to do? V-stabby, blah, blah, blah. You know, and <laughs> I pull up Chris Roberts' old video, man, and it still helps me out, you know? Yeah, it's not as big of a problem with the hobby because I don't think a lot of people are doing YouTube videos on stuff they don't know that much about in the hobby. But my big disclaimer with YouTube is I've seen a lot of videos of people showing you how to do something and they absolutely don't know what the hell they're doing. I've never yeah. done this job and I can tell that they're doing it wrong type situation. So mm. be aware that not everyone on YouTube is an expert. Sure, yeah. Yeah, that's true. So you've been warned. So email I, Andy with those questions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at Andy at freefallrc.com. Mm-hmm. That show. Sorry, Steve, what were you gonna say? Um no, I was gonna say, like, I don't recall seeing ever like like bad advice on YouTube, but then like I don't know, like the stuff I look up on YouTube, I don't think you can give bad advice for. I don't know. Yeah, I've um, seen tons of bad advice. People's like, you know, I'm doing this and I'm I'm building, you know, I'm framing this, whatever, just doing shit. And you can tell they've never about, done oh, it before. They don't know what the hell uh, they're doing. People are watching that and yeah? going to follow them. And so yeah. it's a blind leading the blind a lot of times. Yeah, in that case, I think I would check out how many videos they have, you know, maybe watch a couple of them, mm -hmm. you know, just that kind of thing. Cause you're right, Andy, like, especially when I was, people sometimes get, uh, you know, it happens to everybody. You get really into this project and you know, yeah, I'm going to do like 13 part series on how to put this together. And you get to video two and then the guy like scrapped everything. <laughs> and I'm yeah. completely lost interest in it. You get to video three and you realize everything you did in video wrong one was wrong. So, <laughs> well, one of the, I mean, this is not tremendously hobby related, but one of the things that I saw 
when I initially started with the R2D2 project was guys were using ABS, like the guy that, and they use ABS a lot in England. And I think it's due to maybe they don't care that their attic is about to explode, you know, uh, or they have, it's really hot and they have a hot room over there. I don't know mm-hmm. what, it, what it is. Maybe there's a, a bit, it's easier to print ABS in England. I don't know. Maybe it's something to do with the power. But I noticed a lot of guys in, in the United Kingdom print with ABS. And I watched a couple of guys early on when I was doing the R2D2 that were trying to replicate that and failing miserably. And one yeah. guy got to a point where he did the dome, put it together. It came out like shit, obviously, because it's, it's just ABS is a beast to work with. Mm-hmm. And, so much. and then just completely lost interest and said he was going to start over and never did any more videos. Did like yeah. six videos on it. Yeah, that's so, a perfect so, example of what I'm talking about. Yeah, so you I mean that guy. Hobby, I don't see that often. In the hobby. No, I, like, I, I prefaced I what at. I said is it's not as big of a problem in the hobby, just YouTube in general. Yeah, definitely say YouTube in general. In general, I mean, there's a lot of stupid fake YouTube channels on there. But you know, you got guys like that have been in the hobby for a hundred years, like Chris Ribert, you know, and and mm-hmm. you know. Some of his stuff might be dated now as far as going back to looking at the early setup, but I, like I said, I still go back to that. Um, and yeah, you can definitely check out different videos on, on builds that people have done, you know? Yep. Use your head, common sense. If something seems like that is not right, then find another source to just to double check. Maybe it is right yeah. and you just don't know, but double yep. check. Yeah, it doesn't hurt to double check. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Doesn't cool. hurt. All right. What Any about other? the what about the online help? When you ask a question, you get twenty answers, and yeah, how do you know most of them right? are different? How do you how do you determine what's the correct way to go? Um, would, you, you determine that they're all wrong. <laughs> 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 um. I don't know. I mean, if it's it's hard to say because you don't know if people are like just saying something to troll and like you know, like it's total bullshit. You know, especially if you're new and you don't just don't know. Yeah, you don't know exactly. You don't know what you don't know. Situations and it's really difficult nowadays. Like, there's a definitely uh, you know help online and YouTube videos is double edged sword where you get like you'll get the basic help and then you'll get the people that have completely over or over overthink the whole project or right. you know what i mean like sure. they're bringing up stuff like uh you know you need to use marine plywood for that because blah 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 and it's like no you don't dude you could get away with you know going home deep but you know what i mean like right. there, there are people and and uh you, you gotta watch that like uh, like adam savage is a perfect example i love the guy i love watching his youtube videos but he has every freaking machinist, whatever every wacky little tool, yeah. yeah, known to man. But yet, when he's building something simple, he makes simple mistakes. And a prime example is one I watched while I was sick uh, of him building something to keep uh, bins of he had bins of something. He was making like a, a thing out of wood. Well, he he made two mistakes on that that were like 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 how could you possibly make those mistakes? Because you're not thinking, you're rushing. I don't know whether it's because cameras are on. He goes and, too you know. fast. He, right. He, oh, yeah. he has explained his problem with stuff. He goes way too oh, fast. 
Yeah. yeah. Like that, he just makes simple mistakes from not thinking things through enough. Like the, doesn't measure yeah. correctly. Like the old, yeah. you know, measure twice, cut cut once type thing. Yeah. So I mean, you got you got to watch that on YouTube and any advice you get as well. You know, mm-hmm. you don't need. Uh, I think if you're so first, you got to figure out who's a reputable. Like if you're talking about on you on um, Facebook or Heli Freak, Heli Freak's really hard because you don't know who's who. But for right. Facebook, for example, you ask a question. If you can do enough research to figure out who is reputable, I can't say that word. Who has a good reputation? and knows what they're talking about. Maybe they're a, a team for that particular company or right. something like that, or they have a history of helpful type post or something that you can remember. Then they'll more than likely steer you in the right direction. I think that'd be a, a good way to kind of narrow it down. Yeah, and in, in respect to what I was saying you know, earlier, just like... I get some stuff um, and I like the 3D printers or a new helicopter or something like that. And everybody might say, oh, you need to do this upgrade. You need to do this upgrade. I'm the kind of person that I, I just want to fly at stock so I know what I, I have a baseline on, you mm-hmm. know, or I want to run the printer stock just to see what the baseline is on. It, and I'll upgrade, you know, later. Yeah, it's actually terrible advice to upgrade or change anything before you've used it in its stock configuration. I know a lot of people yeah. do that, but it's not, you shouldn't do that. You should use it completely stock first because a problem some people have and they're upgrading, you may not even have. They work fine. Uh-huh. Your application. Yep. Yeah, I'm a firm believer in that also. Just I run, run it into, stock first. Yeah, talking about 3D printers, I run into that with my 3D printer. You know, there's a million things that people do to these things. Mine's just completely stock and it works just fine. Doesn't yeah. give me any trouble. So, uh, yeah. and I want to reiterate again, don't be an abuser of the help. People are right. helping you try to learn what they're, they're helping you with. And then you can help someone else and pay it forward. Don't just be the guy that, is always asking for help with the same thing and then never taking others advice and screwing it all up and being a dick. Don't be that yeah. guy. Be yeah, gracious. Don't be, a dick. don't be a dick. Right. Yep. Okay. Is there anything else? Mm. Shall we move it on then to We can move it on. Ian's tech tip. Don't have one, unfortunately. Wow. Tune in next week. Man. What the hell, man? <laughs> what the hell, man? What the hell, man? Uh, I've just been like stupid busy at work. I haven't had time to think about it. Sorry, guys. It'll be next week. You could just stop. I've been stupid. <laughs> stupid busy. <laughs> kind of like that song "Addicted uh, to Love." Uh, when I when that song used to come on the radio, it, it would go, "Might as well face it, you're a dick." And I would shut the <laughs> shut the volume down. <laughs> you're a dick. Yeah. Awesome. All right, let's move on to news and announcements. Wait a minute. 
Instead huh? of Ian's tech tip, I have Kevin's watch list. Oh, yeah? Let's hear it. Uh-oh. Since yeah. I was laid up in bed in and out of consciousness, uh, I got a chance to watch a few things. What did you watch? I may or may not have hooked up my Raspberry Pi with my illegal, sort of illegal. I, if I can stream it, I don't think it's illegal, but maybe it is. I don't know. It's probably illegal um, if you have to probably, ask that question. It's, yeah, it's probably yeah, illegal. Yeah, right. But um, I watched the entire uh, first season of Reacher, which I did not know that it came out like three days uh, on Amazon, three days like after or before I watched it. Like I'd watched it on the 5th or something. I think it came out on the 3rd or 6th and the 3rd or something like that. Um, basically, Jack Reacher series on on amazon that was uh pretty damn awesome eight eight episodes um i see i was not a huge fan of the books at all i didn't read any of the books i really liked the first tom cruise movie but Mm -hmm. people that were really into that into that series by the author were kind of bummed that short little tom cruise was playing like the six foot five guy that was in the book you know so this guy that's (laughs) this guy that's in the series literally could be like the Incredible Hulk. He's huge. He's a huge guy. And and if, when I first saw him, I was like, okay, these big guys usually can't act. But he was a pretty good actor too. So it was a good show. Nice. And the other thing I watched was Ghostbusters, new Ghostbusters movie. Nice. I got it. Yeah. Pretty damn good. Yeah. That was pretty good. I didn't watch that. that so two things is on your list. Two things. Yep, on my list. That's oh, and I started watching Picard. Barely a list. Oh, that was a good one. I was asleep for like three days dude i started watching picard i thought that was pretty good nice is it on your watch list or not uh it's on my watch list yeah picard let's write it down yeah and i think that was it uh, season two comes out in march i believe i think that was it yeah that was it okay. just real quick okay i want to, I want cool. to throw it out there all right go hey. watch it Jack Reacher, Ghostbusters, Picard. All right, let's move to news and announcements. All right, let's do some news. And... Announcements. Okay, what do we have? I don't have a whole lot of news, but I wanted to remind people of some fun flies. Obviously, okay. the Chill Out 2022 is coming up in a couple of weeks. That's February 25th through the 27th. 604 Three Sisters Road, Nightdale, North Carolina, at the world-famous RCHO Flying Field. Try to get there. It's probably going to be sunny and beautiful all week. That's what Eric Shue said. In in the 30s? It's going to be 67 and sunny, which is just about perfect weather. That is about perfect. That's better than last year. It could, well, it's Raleigh, so it could be anywhere between yeah. 75 and 25. Oh, God. I, I almost guarantee it'll fall somewhere in that range. Okay. Yeah. Right. Between 25 and 75 degrees Fahrenheit with winds between zero and 20 miles an hour. <laughs> so we could luck up and it's 70 with zero wind. Or it could be twenty five with twenty mile an hour wind. We'll, we'll and, just have and, to see. And Eric Shue will go. Could be from stone cold sober to stone cold on the deck. No, no, no. he will not be drunk? stone cold no. sober. 
ever. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, that, that first, just, uh, I'm just saying it could. He'll be dr- he'll be sober on the drive over there, and then he'll probably right. be drunk most of the weekend. Okay. I'm giving him a he's, he's a good dude. I'm giving and even him when he's space. sober, he seems drunk. So it's kind of a win-win either way. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Fun flight. Eric comes out. He's the best. Yeah. Him, Jay Treadway, great guys. Um, the other fun fly I'll mention real quick is our buddy Frank with the Miami Amp Smack Fest 4.0, 4.0 2022. Seems a little redundant, but it's March 18th through the 20th. And that is actually in sunny South Florida. Yeah. Um, not too many people say they come up Miami. for that event. No, very few. <laughs> well, um, when is the date for that? March 18th through the 20th. Right. The Amps Field in Miami. You can find both info for both of these on Facebook or just <coughs> ask a friend. Okay. Somebody wrote, where are the drones? Yeah, that was me. Oh. And that was because uh, while I was watching stuff, uh, I also watched a YouTube video of a guy who brought up a, you know, kind of a simple question. Hey, where are all the delivery drones that we were sort of promised? And, you know, us being in the hobby, we're kind of Steve and I definitely, you know, started the podcast. And then the second episode was FAA regulations. Yep. So we've kind of been following this all along. And his video brought uh, uh, touched on a few things in. I brought up a few questions. Got to link the video, man. Yeah, I'll have to find the video and I'll link it. Um, but one of the questions was, you know, how realistic is drone delivery? And, and he brought up Phoenix, Arizona, as like this would be like the the perfect like uh, test bed for drone delivery because the weather's it's flat. The weather's usually pretty good. Right. Uh, but when he checked out the map of Phoenix. You know, because of all the airports and mm-hmm. and Air Force bases, uh, there's only a certain amount of uh, space that you could operate a drone unmanned, according to the FAA. There was a certain amount of, like, people in that area that had, uh, he brought up stats of people that had a yard that you could actually land yeah, in. Right. And then there was a, the other stat he had was people that would actually pay for that, like, 30-minute delivery, you know, versus... Mm-hmm. So unless they made it absolutely like the same amount as your two day, you know, or whatever, really isn't feasible. He touched on Amazon shit canned a whole bunch of people uh, because they were basically doing nothing for like a year in, and there was nothing. There's no research being done because there was no headway they could make on on drone delivery. Yeah, uh, and it's kind of on a downward slide. DHL put everything on the back burner as far as their like drone winged you know winged and fixed mm-hmm. rotor type thing that they had going on well, he did bring up some good points though in in areas where the terrain is really bad like in africa they can deliver medicine really quick and that's been operating for a long time and that's like a catapult launch assisted like right fix, fixed wing like plane delivery drone system yeah I think so we, i mean we did a, a story about a company trying to get set up to to like drop medication and stuff to some of these remote places yeah which that's been taken off and that's been doing really good but just the the you know just the locations in the united states alone where you could actually deliver stuff 
you know, it's real. Uh, you could, it, New York's too densely populated. You know, Boston weather sucks. Yeah. Uh, Philadelphia is densely populated. I thought everybody in the hobby just laughed at this anyway because we're like, this is right. never going to happen. If it is, it'll be 15, 20 years down the road. Well, yeah. And, you know, I've been keeping an ear to every little tidbit that I can, you know, kind of pick up on as far as uh, this information. I did speak to a UPS guy years ago at a party I was at, you know, and he said, yeah, we, we watched a video about how the truck's going to park and they're going to launch from the truck. I actually did see part of that on right. this guy's video, which um, which made me think of that that guy. But that was years ago, and yeah. it's been like since 2016. They really haven't done anything. There's a very there's a very small Goldilocks zone where this would even work. It's like you say, the city it's too dense. Nobody has a yard. We're uh, out in the rural parts of America, like where I am, you wouldn't have enough. There's not enough density. So a right. drone couldn't fly like 40, 50 miles, miles. Yeah. yeah, to deliver something. So you're really regulated to like that suburban setting where there's enough population, but everyone has a a yard or a place or a even apartment building has a an area big enough to accept a package. So it yeah. seems like it's wishful thinking and would be very hard to implement. But we'll see. Yeah, and Amazon was pretty pretty pissed at the uh basically I think it was the hype and then the fact that nobody was doing anything. They they like just closed the whole division down for yeah. Yeah. for a while now, I guess. But uh, yeah, like you said, you know, the the, the logistics is something, mm-hmm. you know. That's better for us, though. I mean, yeah, less drones. I'm not saying that FAA will, right, will be off our. Yeah, back, it'll never. It'll they'll never back off, but at least maybe they won't keep pushing forward as hard. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Probably I, not. Who knows? I, I just wanted to bring that up because I know we've touched on that subject quite a few times. Yeah, sure. It was something that caught my eye. Awesome. All right. All right. So let's move it on then. You don't have anything else? Yeah. No, okay. I don't have anything. What's next for in the hobby? What's next for me? Yes. Yeah. I want to sim Friday night, and I want to fly Saturday and or Sunday. And I want to Steve. I want to see Steve Shaw's promised uh, two more helicopters and a ground vehicle and. He's going to bring cake and, and a clown and balloons <laughs> to the flying field. I hope we get to see it all. It's supposed to be great. Nice. Nice. I'm, I'm getting to the point now where he comes into my office and he goes, what? I got a couple of these things. I go, hold on a sec. Yep. Yes, Judge. And I pick up the phone. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And I just like pretend I'm on the phone. <laughs> You're like pretending, and the phone's like, dee, 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 yeah. dee, 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 you're such a dick. You gotta set up a speed yeah, dial on your cell phone where you can just hit a button right. and it d- dials your office dials phone. Sorry, oh, I'm getting office. a call. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> so I see him walk in. <laughs> Makes me think of a uh, Christmas vacation. Picks up the phone. He's like, "Yeah, get me somebody. Get me anybody." Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Okay. So cool. that's it for me. Hopefully I can get some some uh, flying in. Feeling better. So nice. Maybe some simming? Maybe some simming, yeah. Definitely want to try and get some simming. Cool. Hey. All right. Who's next? Close. Me. I'm going to build this heli, hopefully. Maybe. I, I probably won't maiden it by next show, but I might. We'll see. I think I have everything to finish it, so it shouldn't be too hard. It looks like it's going to go together pretty quick. I don't foresee any problems. Knock on wood, as soon as I say that, I'll have a part that's screwed <laughs> right. up, and I, I can't get it, and it'll be backordered for three years, and I'll have to give up, but <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> you can't take anything for granted right now with the way everything yeah. is. Hey, yep. That's it. Maybe I'll sim on Friday. Possibly. I doubt it. Cool. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got to get ready. Get. I got to do a couple things to the camper for the chill out. Get that ready. So I got plenty to do. Cool. What about you, Ian? You going to do anything uh, this week? Uh, other than Discord, all I've pretty much got planned right now is just, just work. Just working like crazy. Um, not this weekend, but next weekend. I have that off. I'm I'm taking that off. I'm actually I'm I'll be off for like three days so I can just decompress from all the hours I've been putting in at work. So you get some flying in? Absolutely. If you say you're gonna uh, wrench on anything, I'm gonna punch you through the internet. <laughs> no. No wrenching. Okay, good. Yeah. I need to do some Thank flying. Goodness. I yeah, I need to get my fucking ass outside. <clears throat> That's outside. Mm-hmm. Um, can't really think of anything right offhand that I need to do as of just yet. Um, I'm just trying to get past this week, try to get it over with. Yeah. That's good, though. We got to fund the hobby somehow. Exactly. Get those and hours it's in. like, yeah, because I've still got stuff to, you know, get paid, you know, pay ahead. And then I've still got some a few things I need to do to the Jeep, and then just really just saving up for spring fling. And it's like that's going to happen regardless. I mean, it's like I'm kind of tossing the idea. Maybe I should go ahead and rent a vehicle. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I was, yeah, I was just going to say work extra hard now while the weather's bad, and then maybe you can go to an yeah. extra fun fly this summer. Yes, and then on top of that, have like more days off during the summer. Yeah, that's to what I mean. Fly, yeah, because I live Maybe five go to minutes Urcha. from a. Yep, that is another idea. I think I might be able to pull it off this year. Let's see. Cool. I've been trying to go since like 2017. So. Yeah. You're gonna go in a year that no one else. Well, we're not gonna go. At least I'm not going. The very uh, yeah, the very first the time you emailed us like three or four years ago, you were. Almost had your shut. You were going, working on your shuttle to take it to Urcha, and then you know, what happened? Yeah, You're still working uh, on the shuttle to take it to Urcha. Yeah. Still, still working on the shuttle. Uh, no, it's just nothing ever lined up. Uh, it's like, like anytime I get like just an inkling, just to you know, I don't know. Like, I have everything ready to go. A fucking wrench gets like thrown right through it. So it's like, ugh. It's been like that every year since like 2017. Yep. I hear you. 
All right. So who else is Steve. going? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I want to go flying. I want to go flying this week. Weather's supposed to be pretty nice. Progressively getting nicer each day this week until Saturday, where we're gonna hit a high of I think like 65 or almost 70 degrees. Nice. So I want to go flying Saturday, but you know my wife's gonna be like. You kind of always pick the best day to go flying, don't you? You kind of pick the best oh, yeah. day. The weather, the weather, you know. Well, yeah, we'll be standing outside all day, yes. <laughs> you know? I like how you looked around before you said that. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. It's like, yeah. is she behind me? Make sure. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to make it off Saturday for a little bit. Um, but I'm also thinking about maybe taking a half day either Thursday or Friday too, to kind of just, you know. Enjoy this nice weather, kind of get out, and um, just do some more flying, man. I've been, I'm just, just really been digging flying and just kind of getting out there and flipping and flopping the helicopter around. So, cool. So that's <laughs> the plan. Maybe I'll show up this Friday as well for the Discord sim night. We'll see. Nice. Maybe in a row might might break me though, you know. It might mm-hmm. break the internet. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Who's next? That's it. That's it. That's it? Oh, yeah, that is. I'm the last one again. Listener pipeline, then. Um, We have no voicemails. What the hell, man? What the hell, man? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What the hell? Damn. Oh, man. No, let me refresh it, just in case somebody called in the last hour. Nope. No voicemails. All right. All right. All right. I guess let's wrap it up. Right? Yep. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Let me know what we have for Facebook. Did you ask me what we have for Facebook? Yeah. What do we have for Facebook? Oh. I don't think we have any new likes. I'm going to check real quick, but I don't remember seeing any new likes. So. Well, on Facebook, I see Ian posted that he... Uh, Heard stickers add skill. So let's see where you put your stickers. And Rowdy Namiria mm-hmm. has the greatest sticker on the back of his vehicle. He's got the inverted heli chasing Calvin, Calvin from Calvin and Hobbs. Right. And Calvin's running like I used to run with my radio in the air. Kind of reminds <laughs> me of myself the way I used to fly. Uh, nice. <laughs> And Greg Ringle said, did a video on this topic. This is a heavily guarded secret. The tie between mad 3D skills and stickers. Be careful once you have mastered stickering. Well, you know. <laughs> and then he posted his video. Okay. And uh, Ian posted a meme about uh, Jordan the Flash McFarlane coming to a fun fly near you in a trench coat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah and we got two up uh, two comments um jamie baker said this is that's hilarious and vincent offenbeck the uh guy behind ego drift motors or one of the guys mm-hmm. said uh one episode behind i'm still on account of wait a minute i'm one episode behind still on account of getting all holiday orders right 
into preparation today, but I am very much looking forward to this one. Awesome. Thanks, nice. Vincent. Yeah. All right. I got a chance to look at the Facebook likes. And okay. we actually do have two new likes this week. So we're at 1,397. And the two new likes are Greg Fitz and Richard Van Atkin. Thanks, guys. Nice. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Okay. All right. Let's move it along. Do we have listener posts? I don't know. Do we? Oh, let's check. Oh, for listener posts, do we have anything? And yeah, so we got that Jordan who uh, said big thanks to the guys at Free Fall for having me on, and he shared our uh, our post for that. Um, nice. Look forward to meeting up with you guys in the future. Yeah. And let's see, there are a couple comments for that. <laughs> Angela Mar- Amasari is like indecent exposure, huh? Gotta get a listen. <laughs> Jamie <laughs> Baker's like Jordan McFarland maybe you should take a trip to the east coast this summer uh, Jordan said I really need to bro and then Jordan uh, Jamie's like our fun fly is in June be cool to see you there yeah and then Daryl said I just finished good job dude oh cool and then Steve posted something Steve Shaw right yeah and he said Went to Florida E-Jets event in Mulberry, Florida this past weekend. Of course, I had to buy a few raffle tickets and saw some very nice EDF jets, which you free Farsi boys uh, could be here, could be there. Yeah. And just some pictures of some EDFs and some stuff. Looks pretty cool. Yeah, and he actually won a prize while he was out there. Oh, yeah? What did he win? He won a... 12th scale RC crawler. RC Jeep. So at, at an RC jet event, they raffled an RC crawler. Yeah, I think uh, he had his choice and he picked the crawler. All right. I think that's how it went. Hmm. Strange, but okay. Well, he needs one because we're all, everybody at the field now has one. No, I, not that. I'm just it's strange that they raffled yeah, a, a crawler jet. at a jet event. Well, I think there were some jets, but uh, this is one of the other prizes. Cool. I'm glad he got something that was um, ready to run. Re- exactly. Ready to run. <laughs> <laughs> right. Doesn't have to put anything together. Yeah. Uh, you can start playing with it tomorrow. Yeah. Fantastic. Charging go. It just needs to add batteries to the <laughs> yeah. controller. That'll take three weeks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Okay, <laughs> let's move it on. Then. Um, no website comments. Let's see. We had a few website comments. Hmm. Can't remember where we left off. Um, some talk. Uh, okay, here we had an email from a guy asking for some help. This kind of ties into this episode, and I emailed him back to see if I could help him and then I never did hear anything. So I'm not sure if he solved his problem or or what's up what's with that. Name? Huh? Rick? Uh. JD Radio and Spirit GTR. 
Oh, right up your alley. Well, not really, because I haven't used Spirit in, well, yeah. years, no. and I never used one on a gasser. He's looking to set up a Spirit yeah. on a gasser. But I would bend over backwards to try to find somebody that was familiar with that if I knew what his specific issue was. Right. So maybe he'll And that's something I can try to. Um, I forgot to mention that. I um I ordered that GTR. Nice. And I sold the RS. <laughs> nice. Good. That's that's actually really good. Yeah. Nice. Um our buddy Stephen Hoover has uh sent me some information about a possible lead on some bump tags. Yes. So I've been asking. talking back and forth with him a little. I've got to do something about that try to order some he's i think there's a guy overseas that possibly has some and then we got uh, an email from Dwayne. uh show suggestion do a show about traveling with helis plane and care plane and care traveling also love the show thanks that's actually a pretty good idea Dwayne. we could do one about traveling I don't know if we've done that, about what kind of case to get and stuff. Uh, we haven't, but... um, You're kind of into that right now, aren't you, Steve? Like, looking yeah. at cases and stuff, so that might be a good good option. So I know the case I'm going to get, and and um, but I don't know how it actually is to experience it, though. Like, you know, we can talk about it. I can buy a case, and I can take apart helis and put them in there, but until I, like, yeah. November when I go to Southwest Rodeo, I'm not going to really have experience. Maybe we'll get somebody on that's traveled a lot. Let's get Nick Maxwell. Yeah. He's traveled with big helis. All over the world. Yeah. Mobile 3D and all that stuff. I'm sure he has some stories with that. Yep. I know Bobby Watts, uh, he gave me and Keith a rundown on his, uh, on his golf case that he carries his helis in. And uh, he does it exactly to the T the way he, you know, shows on Smack Talk. So it's like, um, he's been doing the same way for like several years. Yeah. All right. We got an email from William Grant. He says, Hey Andy, when you're done feeding America, build your dang Spectre V2 and make contrasting points about it in regards to your raw and V1. That's, I think I'm going to do that. And I did start building it, finally. And then he writes, hey, Kevin, hold my beer and let me ask this question for you. Andy, <laughs> how does the Spectre V2 compare to a 380 like the Oxy4 Max? <laughs> <laughs> or smaller. He <laughs> uh, says, thank you for the time. And Kevin, give me back my freaking beer. And of course, it's empty now. <laughs> Love the show, guys. It's almost better than Heliheads. How dare you? Almost. How dare you? <laughs> what the hell, man? Yeah. What, what the, the hell? hell? William. Mm. Yeah. I, I was enjoying your email up to that last yeah. part. Yeah. Wait, what's his name again? William, William Grant. Grant. Wait, hold on a second. Let me write it down on my list. <laughs> okay. You made Steve's list. Good job. I forgot to put the lipstick on while you did that. That comes after. Go. <laughs> Uh, and that's it some more uh, correspondence from Steven back and forth about these bump tags I'm going to try to get a hold of like a couple hundred if I can we'll see cool yep 
Um, so what's next? Podbean. People of Podbean. People of Podbean. I've got, uh, while you look them up, Kevin, I've got some uh, insight into some Podbean people. Oh, so, yeah, okay. Tom Shin liked episode zero, The Birth. Tom Shin liked episode one, Getting to Know Us. Tom Shin liked episode two, FAA Regulations. Seriously? Tom Shin liked episode three, New Year's hey, Resolutions. Hey. Let's fly. Tom Shin liked episode four, Cold Weather Flying. Tom yeah. Shin liked episode five, Flight yeah, Test. We're going to do this to 300 and what are we, 312 now? 311? Tom Shin liked episode six, Designer Series, Kevin Matzik. broken. Tom Shin liked episode seven, Winter Building and Simming. <laughs> All right, let me know when you guys are done. I'm going to take a little break. Yeah. Tom Shin liked every... He made another account and liked every freaking episode all the way from 0 to 310. Wow. So thanks, Tom. Thank you, oh, Tom. my God. Tom, Tom Shin, you are better than Hellyheads. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. He's the man. Thanks, Tom. Oh, and on Podbean, while you were going through that, I looked up... <laughs> What was going on in uh, the RC element, like the episode 308, Sean Hall. Nice. And that's it. All right. In the last and week. We're going to go back um, <coughs> two weeks because we didn't do this last week. So, 11 days ago. No, is it 14 days ago? Uh, no, we did this one. Dash Echo the Dolphin Grey Flipper. Yeah. Oh, well, then 14 days ago, he said, Lassie saved my heli. I don't know if I've mentioned that one. But that was Grey Eagle Jr., 14 days ago. Uh, 11 days ago, someone named Boogie. Boogie. Boogie down, Bronx. Boogie. Uh, FYI, Amazon and certain sellers of their packs will warranty the packs for six months. I had 6S packs that failed after three flights. I contacted the seller about them, and they sent me new packs. Wow. At the time, I had the packs for about three months. Unused, waiting on a break-in... A break in the weather. The seller I purchased was from HRB Power. Interesting. Um, it's interesting, but not also not interest, not not surprising, I should say. Yeah. Um, being that you're on like an online uh, marketplace like Amazon, like it's better to take a loss than to take a bad rating. So same with eBay, folks. Sometimes you'll see like you you know you they'll bend over backwards before you give them a bad rating. If you have any problems, because they'd rather refund you than get a bad rating. Yeah. So. Yeah. And if it's um, sold and supplied, sold and fulfilled by Amazon, I mean, they're going to take it back, whatever. If it's exactly. A month or right. something. That's why I was saying if it's, when you get them new and you test them and they're bad, just send them right back. Um, mm -hmm. Where yeah. it gets a little iffy is if you fly one for two or three months and then it starts going bad or something. You might could still send it back, but you're not going to get the same customer support you would from Maniacs or Pulse or some of these other um, brands that have more, uh, what am I looking for? Have people in the in North America like to help you that you can call and talk to. More direct, direct representation in the hobby. Right. Mm-hmm. Which there is a HRB USA that sells the graphene packs, and you know, so maybe you want to go with those. Mm -hmm. My purpose with testing those Amazon ones was a test.
test a very inexpensive uh, battery, which I, well, I was surprised that they, <laughs> they actually ended up being pretty good. Yeah. I was shocked. Nice. Okay. Uh, let's see. We have Gray Eagle Jr. I hate when people use like numbers as words. You know, like Leet speak. Aren't you a computer nerd? Yeah, but I don't know <laughs> what this is. So Livy Liver Liver on Fits the Wall who banned I don't know. It's a Levy ben, Levy Liver. <laughs> Levy Liver on what? <laughs> on the on the what's the five apostrophe five I don't like know. Just, just wall, read it. Store wall? I don't know. <laughs> All right. So Livy Liver on <laughs> fifth wall who Ben Bigley's the TikToks of them all? Question mark. Round arrow. Or round arrow. No. Round around. Round around. <laughs> and round she flows. Flows goes. Oh, nose. No rescues of set throttle of hose. That was response to episode 310. Oh, damn. And then Grey Eagle, 10 days ago, responding to episode 310, I guess, says, also Funky Joe Joe means good, great, also by Harvey FaceTime. Uh, eight days ago, Tom Shin. That was a lot of clicking. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, 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 like. He wore a blister on his finger. <laughs> yeah, seriously, probably wore out his, uh, his mouse clicker. Yeah, that new mouse is in the mail. Okay. Uh, Greg Jr., four days ago, says, Photosynthetics of camera slap stop that contra- contraption. Wrangler rodeo that radio bronco only bulky heli will dance that chicken barbecue outback sauce wingling for aileron. Yeah. And that's for episode 311, Indecent Exposure with Jordan McFarland. And if any of our listeners are confused, just know that we are as well. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. As well. Okay. All well, right. iTunes reviews. I am sad to report there is nothing new on iTunes. What the hell, man? Exactly. What the hell, man? What the hell, man? <laughs> I love Gray Eagle. I want to say uh, that. He makes my day. <laughs> does make something. I don't know what that is, but he makes something. All right, um, so I guess, yeah, drop us an iTunes review. You know, email us, Facebook, websites. Check out, you know, face, the flight test forums. Um, fellow podcasters, yeah, check those guys out. You know them, Holly Heads, Hello Rotor, Skids Up, Inverted, a bunch of other folks that I think are still doing podcasting. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's Bill Ann. Bill, 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 Bill. Yeah. Then Bill's there's the Bill. <laughs> so, yep. Thanks to all listeners. Free our sky, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, everyone. See you. Bye. Bye.
Uh, Andy, you said you're going to edit? I think you said you were going to edit. Well, I'm going to edit? Mm-hmm. That's what you told me. That's what Ian said. You're right, Andy. I'm going to edit. <laughs> 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 if you guys are there. Yep, Maybe. I'll be there. Ian, stop smoking. It's a waste of money. I know. You're killing yourself. You're going to be you're dead soon. so much in taxes, dude. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you're going to be dead I soon. Know. It's all taxes. Think all how taxes. much nitro you could buy if you quit smoking. Oh, my God. I didn't even tell you guys about nitro. All right. What are the dates for uh, Spring Fling? I have no idea. Steve, do you know? I don't know. Let me take a look. Ian, we don't help people that don't help themselves. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you suck, Andy. Uh, <laughs> Is that any better or worse? Go. any better than it was before? No, that's worse. Worse. Well, just let me ramble on like a jackass and then tell me. Dude, there was nothing coming through. Oh. Oh, it's making changes. It's thinking about it right now. Yeah, turn that off. That auto-adjust thing. That doesn't work. A bit. Uh, 44. It hurts. That's the highest quality and the loudest I can set this thing. Well, it's different than it was last time you were here two weeks ago. It was perfect then. Now it's fucked up. So whatever you do, just do the opposite. Oh, it. updated. Get another computer. Build another, another PC. <laughs> pick, up your, pick up your computer, chuck it straight through the window, and then start over. Just start over. Can you do that? Yeah, sure. Can you do that for me? Thanks. Can we do that right now? Yeah. Why don't you do you want me to check the box automatically adjust microphone <laughs> settings? No. Just so it annoys <laughs> the shit out of you? <laughs> well, you're going to edit this, right? Oh, then shit. Yeah, I'm not checking that. you <laughs> <laughs> be like, up, down, up, down. Oh, damn, oh this sucks. <laughs> I haven't talked to I think it's Tom a great idea. It. So might need to reach out to him as well. Dan said he was cool either way. Dan is cool either way. Mm -hmm. oh, I'm gonna text Tom too and see if he done. Ian, get that cancer stick out of your mouth. What's wrong with you? What? What? Killing yourself, dude. Yeah. Tell me about it. I am telling you about it. Smoke, smoke, smoke those cigarettes. Toke, toke, toke. You silted that? Mm-hmm. Look at you. You can barely breathe. No, I just got done huffing up the stairs with the... That's why. You yeah, it'd be, whole, it'd be a whole lot easier if you weren't smoking. Uh-huh. <laughs> it would be a whole lot easier if I wasn't overweight, too. Yeah. Did he not invite you to, or what? I was freaking laid up, dude. All right. Yeah. Sort of still recovering. He called in and made fun of you for getting sick, being a pain. I know, and I let him have it at the office. <laughs> I said HR would like to talk to you about the the multiple HIPAA violations. 
<laughs> that are recorded by a pot certain <laughs> podcast. Nice. <laughs> he was all like, oh, what? Uh, uh, I got a meeting. <laughs> I got to go. Like, yeah, I'll bet you do. We'll, we'll talk about that soon. Very soon. <laughs> like May when he's gone in April. What the hell, man? What the hell, man? Dude, I've been still waiting on videos that he took when I was at the field like three months ago. Said he was going to send them to me. Yeah. <laughs> so then I got the idea of letting him take my camera to shoot the video with. It took me like a week to get my own camera back. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the hell, man? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, two of you guys are wrenching. Maybe uh, do a wrenching episode or something. Fuck you and your wrenching. Didn't we just do one? God damn it. That's all you ever talk about is wrenching. That's why he's on the show. Yeah. Well, we think that, but he never does to a wrenching tip. So why is he here again? He does, oh, what the hell? did wrenching. What the hell, man? What the hell, man? See, that's where I need the fuck off Andy clip. <laughs> fuck off, Andy. All right, whenever you're ready. <clears throat> I'm ready.